welcome to the Leadership View podcast. Welcome to the Leadership You Podcast. This is Christina, and I'm here with... Jim. <laughs> so nice to see you and hear you again, Christina. Yeah, nice to see you too. <laughs> <laughs> we see each other all the time, guys, so that was yeah. our, um, I guess, a little inside joke. Yeah. But uh, welcome back to our next episode of the podcast. We guys, we're excited to um, be here chatting together. Um, let's head straight into our takes. I've got something serious to talk to you about, Baba. I've had this on my mind for a little while and I wanted to get it out there. So we're in the middle, uh, we're actually recording this uh, during Christmas time. You guys will hear this after Christmas, but this is something that is weighing heavily on my mind that I want to debate, get this in between us. Um, Christmas movies. I'm ready. Okay. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? That's a no-brainer. Yes, it is. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I was just... <laughs> I was just having this conversation with someone the other day, and they were saying that Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. Oh, uh, there's Christmas all over that movie. I know, uh, right? Wel- yeah, welcome to the party. Welcome to the party. <laughs> so I guess it wasn't it's a, a Christmas huge, party. It's obviously a Christmas movie. I guess yeah. it wasn't a huge debate, but yeah. um, and we're probably on the same page yeah, as uh, family members. But okay, yeah. so with that being said, is if there was only one Christmas movie that you could watch for the rest of your life every year... But it was only one Christmas movie. What Christmas movie would it be? What what Christmas movie could you watch again and again and again without fail? It's a Wonderful Life. Really? Yeah. Is that the one you would watch over and over again? Sure, I love that movie. Really? Yeah, yeah. That is a good one. Yeah. What do you like about it, though? Like It's just fantastic. It's very endearing, warm. It's got a great story. Uh, I love how uh, the people rally around the family. Uh, yeah and um, it's like it shows community and love and uh, how everybody's not out for their own themselves but they're out to help one another yeah it's it's about giving to others versus yourself yeah great Christmas story it's such a good one George Bailey every time a bell rings another angel gets their wings Good job. And actually, that would help us segue into our weekly topic. Um, It's a great story for what we're covering today. So our weekly topic is going to be uh, the power of belonging. Um, So what that means for leaders and followers, uh, for your followers to feel like they belong in your organization within your team, the power of making people feel like they belong and and what it really does for them. just individually, but then also what it does for your team. So like you were saying, uh, in It's a Wonderful Life, they really built community about that. And um, George feels like he belongs in the community. And, and it's a great movie with that. But uh, let's jump right into our topic for today is um, creating an environment where your where your people feel like they belong and right away, you know? Yeah. So uh, what are some of the, uh, you wrote a great article on this. Uh, uh, on your Volunteer You website, but yeah. what are some of the key points that you brought up on that article? Yeah, so shameless plug, guys, here. Yeah, shameless <laughs> plug, why not? Um, but yeah, head over to our website, volunteeru.org, and you can read um, some more articles. Uh, we we tag a lot of um, <clears throat> actual 
articles and peer-reviewed um, papers, so there's a lot of meaty stuff in there. But yeah, we, we wrote an article talking about um, the power of belonging. And actually what triggered this, Baba, was I was walking um, down the hall at our church the other day, and uh, one of our friends had just attended a conference, and he was, I mean, this guy was decked out head to toe in conference gear. He was wearing the hat. He had a shirt. There was yeah. a jacket. He was carrying um, a bag that he had gotten there. And it just made me laugh so hard that this guy was like hardcore promoting that he had been, you know, he wanted the world to know that he had been a part of this conference. And um, while I laughed about it, it really uh, kind of triggered for me. I was like, well, why would someone do that? Why, why do sports fans all wear their jerseys right, right. the week after a big win? You know, why are people so... Um, supportive and wearing clothes and and merchandise of um teams that they or events that they want to be associated with and um actually psychologists call this uh basking in reflected glory and it's the feeling of publicly announcing one's association with successful others or being a part of something that you find um remarkable and uh, psychologists say that it's associated with our need for social identity and group identification. Um, so you see it with sports teams. You see it when people go to um, events um, that they want to be, or maybe even organizations that they want to be associated with. Um, like here in Orlando, for example, you see it big time with Disney gear, right? Like right. everybody yeah. wears the mouse. So you see Mickey Mouse on everything. Um, and it's just... It's just people wanting to be associated with something that they find remarkable or special or, or something mm -hmm. that they want to be a part of. And so that spirit of belonging is yeah. something that we really, as leaders, want to ingrain with our teams, too. Well, that's, that's part of that innate desire in people to belong to something greater than themselves. Yeah. Every human being, no matter what, has a desire to be part of something that's bigger than them, that's greater than them that's more uh, positive, that's more uh, helpful, that's just something that is beyond what they could do on their own. And so the greater the vision, the greater the direction that an organization has, the more people will identify with that yeah. and want to be part of it. That's why it's important for all of us, whether we're leading five people or we're leading 5,000 people, that we're always clearly communicating the vision, the mission, the direction that we are going. The more you, the more you identify with that vision, the more you communicate that vision, the more you declare that vision and mission, the more people rally around it. And here's, here's the beauty part of this. We don't have to have 100% buy-in. Right. The, the key is just getting... 10, 15, 20, 30% of the people on board and fired up and going and moving forward. And then the others, many of the others will say, hey, I want to belong to what these people are belonging. So that draws right. everybody in. So people want to belong to something that they see other people are moved to. They want to have community with people that are like-minded and moving in the similar direction. That's so good. I love that. And so... Um, what are just some practical ways that we can, because, okay, let me put it this way. So I always imagine like, um, a first time person coming into an organization who doesn't know anybody else, who's interested in joining, maybe from a volunteer standpoint, we can imagine it. So this person's coming in to volunteer, they're interested in volunteering, but there's already a group in place. How do you get that person who is not, 
joined the team yet to feel like they belong, like they're a part of the organization? How do we, or even if it's coming from um, a paid staff uh, coming into an organization too, how do we quickly feel, get them onboarded so that they feel like they belong and that they're part of the team right away? Well, you need to bring people in and uh, quickly get them working as part of the team. Yeah. Um, and there is no pecking order. There's no hierarchy. Um, whatever the, the job is, whatever the task is, whatever your team is doing, as you bring in new people, you onboard them quickly and you make them feel like they're part of the, they've been part of the team for 30 years or 10 years. You don't just make them feel like they're brand new. Right. You say, hey, listen, uh, this is how we've been doing it. This is, uh, you're part of a team and you're going to be part of the success of this team. All the success we've had the last few years, all the success we're having now, and all the success we'll have in the future, you're going to be part of this. So if you want someone to feel like they're part of it, well, you need to uh, be intentional and bring them in and integrate them as part of your team. And uh, I just want to encourage you too, if you're a leader leading to help people come on board quickly, you need to value them, but also value their input, yeah. value their their differences, value their suggestions, value their recommendations. They may not do it the exact same way you want them to do it, but if they do it, value that yeah. because that makes them feel like they're part of the team. That's so good. I love it. And um, valuing people is just, it helps them actually feel like they belong and like that they're... Um, yeah helping that they're a part of the process too. Um, another way that we can um, help people quickly feel like they're part of the team is to make sure that we're using words like are, we, and us, as opposed to I or my, you yes, know, make it yes. a, a very team oriented. As soon as they come on board, hey, you're part of what we're doing. And like you said, past events too, like you're part of the success now moving forward and what we've done in the past, you're part of us. So you're part of our team. Um, I think it's also helpful when you have team members who are very, uh, Sometimes you have um, like the star performers, the people that are extra extroverted and just good with people. You want to make sure that they connect with those those types of people right away, so that they feel included in 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 group conversations and that um, they understand too, like the terminology that your organization mm -hmm. uses. Because a lot of times we use um, acronyms or 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 you know terms for things, and if they feel like they don't understand it, then it's harder for them to connect and feel like they're belonging with that. So I think it's just very um, important for leaders, especially as somebody new is coming into the team to make sure that the communication is there so that they understand what you're talking about, that they feel part of those inside jokes and, and that they feel accepted right away. That's, that's good, Christina. Uh, to uh, build on that, language is very, very important when you, um, in all communications, but it's very, very important when you're working with a team. The language that you use when you're onboarding a new volunteer or team member cannot be the same language that you would use with someone that's an experienced team member that's been on, on board for many years. Like you oh, said, that's true, the yeah. acronyms, we know the language. It's very, very important now. So when you're bringing in someone new and you want them to feel like they belong to the team, you need to use language that is more uh, warm, yeah. language that is more general in nature, language that is easier to understand and comprehend. Right. You don't miss out on your vision. You still declare your vision. You still communicate your vision and your direction. That's part of the inspiration. This is where we're going. 
but you uh, modify your language. You have to be very intentional how you speak to people. You don't speak down to them, right? but you speak to them as a peer and that you're walking uh, uh, at the same place and you're moving at the same pace. Remember that making people feel like they're part of the team doesn't mean that you leave them behind because the team's moving faster. That right. might mean making an adjustment and slowing the entire team down right. to bring them on board. Now, eventually, they may speed up and begin to start working along with the team. And then we'll talk about making adjustments to teams uh, later on. But we're talking about now is making feel people feel like they belong. If To make people feel like they belong, you need to go out of your way to modify and make changes in your processes and some of the things that you do without uh, uh, countermanding or destroying right. <laughs> what you're doing, right. but making enough uh, slight modifications to allow people uh, to feel belong. Remember, people are more valuable than the tasks. Right. Some of you may push back now and say, well, no, tasks are important. Yes, tasks are important, but people are more valuable than your tasks. And so, if you make people feel and know that they are more valuable than the tasks and processes, they'll feel like they belong to what you're doing and they'll be on board with what you're doing. I love that. And I think, I mean, we'll talk about this too um, in future episodes, but training new team members as part of that onboarding process is so vital. But as part of that training too, you want people to connect as soon as they join your organization. You want them to, to develop relationships. So we say, um, when, especially when we're talking about uh, volunteers onboarding, but this applies really to anybody with any team or any organization, is that um, people may come for your vision or mission, but they stay because of the relationships. And so you want yeah. people to quickly make relationships as soon as they um, enter your team so that they're in it for the long haul. They get connected right away and then um, because you know it takes time for people to get acclimated and to learn tasks so uh, a lot of experts believe that it takes about three months for someone to get comfortable within a new role um, and so in that three months months they're gonna have um, failures they're gonna fall down it's gonna be hard it's gonna be um, tough to, to get used to the new environment but if they have solid relationships if they feel like they belong if they feel like they're part of a team then it's gonna be a much easier transition and you're gonna see people that stick and that stickiness is what we want for our teams um, especially when we're talking about volunteers, which is it's very difficult to recruit those and, and get them to stick to the team. So um, belonging is super important for all organizations, but uh, we want to make sure that our teams feel valued, appreciated, loved, and like they belong, that they're a part of everything right um, from the get-go. Well, guys, that's everything that we have today for uh, belonging. We are going to see you again next week on the podcast. Um, don't forget to subscribe, to like, um, and to check us out online. You can visit us at www.volunteeru.org. We'll see you next week. See you next week. Thank you for listening to the Leadership You podcast. For more resources for leaders, visit our website at volunteeru.org.